A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, you'll find one of the most iconic sci-fi series of all time. While Star Wars gave us an immensely expansive universe, and more importantly, Baby Yoda, the impact of science fiction in TV and movies goes beyond favorite characters and merchandising. It has sometimes inspired real tech. That's right, our love for science fiction has changed the way we look at technology. While we haven't quite reached beam me up Scotty levels of transportation tech, we do have communicators, or as we call them, cell phones. While I could go on and on about sci-fi inspired tech, I know I need to save it for later. Welcome to our new series, Codings in Space. Over the next few podcasts, we'll explore optical coatings being used in space applications, all while sharing some fun facts about how space-related sci-fi has influenced real technology today. Want a sneak preview of what we've got coming? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This week, we'll be exploring space, the final frontier. That's right. It's a play on frontier and interior. Not trying to make that work would be simply illogical. To discuss how coatings are used in the interior of spacecrafts, as well as their technical applications, let's go to Dan. Space really is the final frontier, and that is true for coatings that are used in space and low Earth atmosphere applications. Coatings that perform mission-critical optical applications have been used in space for NASA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, and the Department of Defense for more than 30 years. The challenge to optical coating providers was and is to develop thin films that compensate for the changes in spectral and efficiency performance here on Earth that are comparable to those changes observed in space. Coating designers and service providers know that coatings tend to absorb water in Earth's atmosphere, and when deployed in the vacuum of space, the water previously absorbed leaves. Another effect discovered early was the loss of transmission caused by irradiation once spacecraft leaves Earth's atmosphere. So while the Earth's atmosphere challenges coating suppliers to produce films that fight atmospheric issues, the environment in space creates a whole host of challenges for coaters as well. The real trick is to engineer and test coatings that will perform as advised in both environments. There are a variety of coatings used in space for a wide variety of applications. Among them are anti-reflective coatings, reflectors, UV to IR band pass filters, temperature controlling films, protective coatings for instruments, gauges, and windows, as well as a host of others. The basis for environmental performance in space can be found in many mil specs that we use here to test coatings that will be deployed on Earth. Among the most popular is mil C48497, which includes good parameters for temperature cycling, humid arid environment, salt fog, blowing sand, and abrasive wear exposure. While these earthbound specifications are a good gauge for performance, there are additional sets of requirements very specialized for coatings used in a space environment. These tests include extended vacuum exposure and damage from meteorite impact, as well as radiation exposure testing. 
The space additional radiation and thermal exposure, which depends on the orbit the coating will be used in. Some of the applications these coating are used in include earth and climate monitoring, commercial broadcasting, communications, GPS systems, and military mission guidance. With more missions occurring every year due to increased reliance on satellite communications and global positioning, the need for dependable optical coatings for space missions will definitely continue to increase. It's time for the sidebar. When Captain Kirk met the Romulans for the first time, we also saw the birth of a new wave of technology, cloaking. Writers of the series credit the movies Run Silent, Run Deep and The Enemy Below for their idea of a technology that allows a ship to travel unseen and emerge smoothly like a submarine breaking the surface of the water. What I personally appreciate about the cloaking devices in Star Trek were the limits on its ability. The writers thought a cloaking device would require a high amount of power, which means it couldn't remain invisible and fire on an enemy ship at the same time. It made the cloaking device seem more believable and somewhat more attainable. But what if we wanted to apply sci-fi to science? How has current technology answered the call for cloaking devices? Well, they do this in several ways. And while none of them are as slick as Star Trek would have you believe, they are rather effective. From reflective lenses that bend light around objects rendering them invisible, to clothing that allows you to perfectly blend in, stealth technology continues to improve. Other technologies that are being implemented and studied in cloaking include radar-absorbing paints, metamaterials that diffuse light, and plasma stealth that absorbs bandwidth waves. It's amazing what sci-fi technology can inspire. If a TV show from the 1960s can inspire a generation of scientists to create handheld communication and stealth devices, I can't wait to see what the generation growing up with cinematic engineering masterminds like Tony Stark and Princess Shuri of Wakanda will develop next. Seriously, rewatch the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the perspective of emerging technology and tell me you aren't excited about the future. Camouflage and cloaking from TV to the big screen to, well, I guess you wouldn't be able to see it anywhere else. Back to the show. So now that you know some of the different parameters that optical coatings need to meet for use in space applications, the next logical question is what sort of coatings are used in space and what applications are they used for? As in many applications, surface reflectance off of clusters and gauges creates a challenge for those trying to operate space flight systems. For this reason, one of the most heavily used coatings in space is the anti-reflective coating. This coating helps reduce surface reflectance and increase transmission just as it does on the surface of the Earth. The challenge here is that the transmission levels reported on Earth can sometimes vary to the transmission levels reported in space as the irradiation of some thin film coating materials occurs in orbit and can change the optical properties of the evaporative coating materials. Another popular coating that is used in space application is an IR reflective, visibly transmissive coating known as a hot mirror. 
Hot mirrors reflect infrared light beginning at a specific infrared wavelength and transmit visible light so that applications can be viewed by the human eye, but the optic reflects back harmful IR light. The most popular hot mirror used in space application is a hot mirror that blocks solar IR and transmit, transmits highly from 400 to 800 nanometers. These coatings are complex in nature and require multiple layers, yet when executed properly, drastically improve the performance of an optic while shielding it from harmful radiation. A simple coating that is sometimes overlooked in space applications is hard coating or polysiloxane. Polysiloxane is important because it creates an atomic oxygen barrier between the polymer optic and the atmosphere. This helps plastics survive the environment in space for a longer period of time than if they were used in their raw, uncoated form. Polysiloxane hard coatings also help plastics become more resistant to abrasion from debris that may be floating in the weightless environment. Even small particulates, when consistently bombarding a soft surface like polycarbonate, can scratch the material and make it unusable as a display cover or optical lens. One final coating that is used in a very important way is vacuum-deposited gold on a space helmet's visor. Because astronauts can see intense infrared rays in space, their face shields or visors are coated with a precise thickness of pure gold that has a hard dielectric overcoating. If you were to wear a gold-coated visor on Earth, you'd hardly be able to see, but due to the intense radiation and brightness in certain environments in space, a gold-coated visor not only protects the astronauts' eyes from permanent damage, but it also allows them to focus and complete mission-critical tasks while outside of their craft. Although many of the applications sound like science fiction, there's a very real need for stable and reliable thin film coatings for many uses in space. NASA is heavily invested in the qualification and testing of all coatings used in spaceflight systems. They've even gone as far as to create the Goddard Space Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, which has specific offices and laboratories dedicated to the qualification, testing, and development of various types of thin film coatings. Now you know a little bit more about coatings in space. But before I let you go, I wanna share one last tidbit with you about cloaking. Instead of a sci-fi application, we're gonna to turn to the world of magic. The Cloak of Invisibility was passed down to a very famous wizard from a very famous book franchise. We're talking Harry Potter and his invisibility cloak didn't wear out over time, which was very rare. In the series, the cloak he was given was gifted to an ancestor by death himself. In other areas of magical pop culture, you can find invisibility in the form of spells, potions, and amulets. And when comparing the ease of cloaking in the magical world to science, it really makes you wonder. There must be something to pulling rabbits out of hats. Next time on Through the Lens, we'll continue our discussion of coatings in space with a look at coatings that live outside of the safety of a spacecraft. Thanks for taking a look through the lens at interior space coatings. Until next time, may the force be with you. <laughs>